What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another Dad Needs to Talk. And today, we're doing some Tokyo Revengers manga. Let's get to it. Yo, so, like I said, um, this is kind of what I'll call a uh, <laughs> emergency podcast because, man, I had to talk about some Tokyo Revengers. So, just a little background as to how we got here. So, you know, I've been watching the anime for Tokyo Revengers so far, and episode five came out yesterday. So, I watched it. Very good episode, as have been the rest of them. But it just kind of was bringing up even more questions. And so I was planning on waiting until the season was over before jumping into the manga. But uh, this lady that I follow on Twitter, who I followed her uh, reviews and discussions and stuff of manga and anime for many years now, she started reading Tokyo Revengers and, and was doing tweet threads and stuff on it. And then it was like, uh, okay, if she's hype on it, then I know I need to get on this train. So, so yeah, so last night after I watched the episode, I just freaking went ahead and jumped onto it. And here we are. So, I am currently up to chapter 51. So, just know from this point going forward, I am talking Tokyo, Revengers, manga, spoilers, up to chapter 51. So, uh, so yeah, so let's get to it. So, like, so much stuff has happened. Yeah, so, so freaking much has been happening. Um, <laughs> and honestly, it's just been like a constant thing. Uh, just like every time I think, okay, maybe I've gotten something figured out. It just freaking pulls the rug from under me every freaking time. And me, just like Takamichi, I feel like, uh, those of y'all who know that uh, Spongebob meme slash moment when the fish in the purple shirt, when he's like, you what? <laughs> That's how I felt freaking every time some crazy twist and turn has happened. Because uh, cause one, one thing I have really enjoyed reading through this, even with the anime, but you know, since I've gotten even farther with the manga of just like the constant back and forth between present day Takamichi and then him in middle school of like okay something's going on here he'll come back to the present get some information or clues and then go back you know so it's like, it's like hold on wait okay they're talking about something's about to happen on this date let me go back to the present what happened news wise on that date oh okay so I need to stop XYZ then jumping back so so yeah so I'm going to do my best to try to keep this in some type of order, but, you know, this me very kind of fast and loose, but, you know, so pretty much, you know, jumping off where the anime was at currently, which was like chapter 12, um, we were heading into the, uh, the festival fair incident or whatever, where Draken supposedly he's going to get stabbed and killed, 
And so we end up, uh, what was it? Shoot, so now I'm starting to get stuff kind of mixed up. Hold on a second. Right, I just remembered. So yeah, so the incident that happened at the end of episode five where uh, one of Tomine's crew member's friend, his, uh, you know, his girlfriend got like beaten and raped. The parents got attacked, all this crazy stuff. And so it was starting to cause a divide between Mikey and Draken. And so basically, uh, Tamakichi ended up more or less working things out between them, but some of the other members ended up, you know, still feeling some type of way. And that's kind of how we got the introduction or how we got some of these, uh, Mobius people secretly working with the one dude that basically, uh, um, during the, uh, the warehouse fight ended up, you know, stabbing the guy that was responsible for his girlfriend or for the friend's girlfriend and stuff getting attacked. And then, you know, he ends up turning himself into the, into the cops and that's what leads to the initial divide but anywho yeah so that situation happened and then basically you know Taika Michi was like oh hey you know Dragon's still alive everything's good I prevented the fighting but it's like he got you know too comfortable it's like just because it was oh hey it's October 3rd you know they're not fighting no more he didn't take into account that like you know just because he might have fixed something here doesn't mean that it fixed everything and so that's when we lay, get into the incident at the festival where the one guy that Draken pretty much like kicked in the stomach when we first was introduced to them comes back, joins up with some Mobius dudes and stuff and plan on stabbing Draken and taking him out. And so, you know, so yeah, so we have the kind of scuffle between there. All the, like this big fight breaks out. Draken ends up getting stabbed, but Takamichi gets to him in time, they call the ambulance and stuff. And so then Takamichi ends up having to basically defend uh Draken for a bit. And that's when, you know, during the, that scuffle, that's how uh Takamichi gets the scar on his hand that I saw in the intro for the that I really paid attention to for the first time in the intro yesterday. But he got the scar on his hand from getting stabbed through his hand. So yeah, so anywho they had a the little scuffle uh, Takamichi's crew comes through, helps them out, and they're able to, you know, to kind of like hold them off uh, long enough. And freaking Takamichi went beast mode and <laughs> sleeper choked the dude out. But yeah, held them off. To the police and stuff came. They were able to get Draken into the uh, to the hospital, and you know got him to recover. And so, so yeah, so that you know them saving Draken. When Takamichi went back to the present for a bit, he did learn that, oh, hey, you know, Hinata is alive now. And so him and the brother were on their way to go see her. They see her, find her and stuff. And so, so yeah, so they doing their thing. They're hanging out and chilling. Um, she more or less still looks the same, um, which was very cute. But then... The guy, I can't remember the guy's name, but basically the guy that's like a, that was like a temporary leader for Mobius back in middle school. 
he shows up near Takamichi in present day and he just has an offhanded comment of like of like, dang it. So you weren't in the car. And as he's walking away, he's just mumbling like, I, I was hoping to get to kill all three of you in this in the car together. And then Takamichi runs to the car, he knocks in there by himself, and then freaking a car comes flying through, boom, just smashes right into her and it's freaking Akun again. So forgot to mention that. Yeah, so Takamichi when he went back, he also, you know, of course saved Akun and put him on the path to basically to do his dream of being a hairdresser, but for whatever reason, still don't know. He still got tied in with the game and they uh said like they held his family because now in this timeline now he has a wife and kids. So like they was holding his family hostage for him to do this job. Well he does the job, freaking blows himself up in the car, and when Takamichi tries to get to Hinata, she's freaking pinned in the car, can't get out, and she shows him out the way, car explodes, she dies again. So, freaking tragic, because at first I was like, I was like, oh, okay, this is weird, okay, Hinata's alive in this timeline, so, you know, Clearly something happens because, you know, at that point I was like in like chapter 20 something or whatever. I'm like, she's still alive here, but there's like 200 something chapters of the manga. So there's like another, you know, 180, 200 chapters beyond where I'm at. So clearly something goes wrong. And yeah, it goes very wrong. So that was very heartbreaking to see her still die and expect that to happen plenty more times over the course of the series. Um... But it's because it's like, it's like as soon as they fix a problem here, it affects something over there. And so, yeah, so through this whole process, they do some digging. And it's like, okay, well, hey, we saved, I saved Draken back in the past, so he should be alive in the present day. And they track him down only to discover that he's in prison on death row for killing somebody. I can't remember who he killed, but he killed somebody. And it looks like he did it on the orders of... Uh, Kisaki um, and so this is kind of we start a little glimpse of like we start to see like how truly horrible this Kisaki dude is but get to that more of that in a second but uh, but yeah so Draken's in prison uh, on death row and stuff and he starts you know filling in more information about stuff and so that was kind of somewhere around this time frame was like well you know, with the one member going to prison, that left the third commander seat or third captain seat or whatever open. So Takamichi was going to go back and plan to try to uh, maybe find his way to take over that third position. But by the time he got back, things were already in motion for Kisaki to come into the to come into the picture and to take over. And so this is where we start to learn that Kisaki was also a leader, which later we later find out he was the actual leader behind Mobius. And the one dude was just more or less just a figurehead because we learned that the other dude was just, uh, I think his name was Omasu or something like that, but he was more or less just a figurehead because he was just a tough thug that nobody could beat. But it wasn't until Kisaki came into the picture and basically kind of got him organized and so he was kind of pulling strings from the shadows. And so, so yeah. And so the dude was kind of like, you know, they were asking 
this uh, Omasu, whatever his name is, guy about like, well, why didn't you ever do anything to stop Kisaki? And he just was just like, you don't know how scary this dude is. Like, this dude can make a phone call and a heartbeat and your family, somebody you know, be taken out in a heartbeat. And so, yeah. So, yeah. So, we get Kisaki introduced to the group. He's the new third leader of, or third commander of uh, Tomar. And so, the, all this stuff is kind of leading up to the uh, confrontation with a new group that they that they that's coming into the picture called Valhalla. And so, so yeah, so things are just getting crazier and crazier from there. And so that's one reason why they brought Kasaki into the picture because during that ceremony, uh, the first division commander, which we find out later is Mikey's childhood best friend, ends up defecting to go join Valhalla. And so that's one reason why Mikey, even though he knows Kisaki can't be trusted, brings him into the fold because he's like, okay, hey, this guy has a lot of power, a lot of muscle behind him. We need as much help as we can get because Valhalla was way bigger than uh, than Mikey, them's crew. So, yeah. So things just kind of start to pick up and escalate from there. And so through all this, we eventually get kind of like a uh, flashback, learning more about the founding of Tomon and how, you know, it's Mikey, Draken, and a handful of other guys. And so when Takamichi found a picture, he knows that there was a sixth member that they don't talk about. And then we get a flashback to where that sixth member and the first division commander a couple years back, they were they were all hanging out like so when they were kind of first getting started and they were all riding their bikes to the beach. Well Mikey <laughs> had this freaking dorky ass moped as his ride while everybody else had motorcycles and they ran into this uh enemy gang that was picking on them and stuff, making fun of them. But they got, they ran them off. Well on the way to the beach, Mikey's bike or moped or whatever ran out of gas and they all did rock, paper, scissors to find out, okay, hey, who's gonna be the one that had to take it to get gas? Uh what's his name? The sixth guy ended up being the one. So on his way to go get more gas, he runs to that gang again and they start jumping him or trying to attack him. Mikey shows up and they demolish the dudes. Well, so they fast forward a little bit, getting ready for Mikey's upcoming birthday party. And so for his birthday, they wanted to get him a new motorcycle or a new bike. So the sixth dude ends up breaking into ends up talking the first commander into breaking into this bike shop to steal this bike that looks like the model that he wants so while they're in there stealing the bike the owner of the shop comes in and is like yo what are y'all kids doing and so the first dude is kind of basically caught well when the lights turn on they recognize each other and we find out that the owner of this bike shop was Mikey's older brother. But they realize it too soon or too late because the sixth dude comes up behind Mikey's brother with some freaking bolt cutters. And before the first commander dude could speak, 
he whacks Mikey's brother in the back of the head. And of course they have a freak out thing because he's knocked out, bleeding, not moving. And then that's when the first tells the six, like, yo, that was Mikey's brother. <laughs> and so, like I said, everything starts to kind of get tied together because we learned, you know, Takamichi learned, uh, I think like, like within like the first couple of episodes of the anime early in the manga about, you know, Mikey having an older brother that was 10 years older than him that, you know, died at some point in recent years. And now we know what happened. And so, so yeah, so that incident led to the six dude pretty much going to juvie for a little bit. And yeah, it was just a real messy situation, especially when you find out later on that that bike they were going to steal was actually planned to be, was actually planned to be Mikey's birthday present. So unfortunate tragedy out of that whole situation. And so, so yeah, so things are kind of slowly spiraling out of control and we kind of go back to the current middle school timeline as everybody's kind of preparing for this upcoming confrontation with Valhalla. And so uh, Takamichi goes back and talks to Draken and basically find out that um, that the incident... Actually, was it Draken or somebody else? But basically, they find out that the incident that happens with uh, against Valhalla is later referred to as Bloody Halloween because the confrontation was going to take place on Halloween Day. And that on that day, the, the former Sith commander kills the first commander, which was Mikey's best friend. And then in return, Mikey kills the Sith commander and then and then pretty much ends up fully taking over Valhalla bringing them all under the uh, Toman banner and that's kind of the start of of basically things really spiraling out of control to leading to the current form of of Toman in present day so so yeah, so pretty much like I said, where I am at currently, like I said, it's chapter 51, where the confrontation is about to kick off. So they, uh, uh, Tomon and Valhalla have both, you know, come to a focal point at the, uh, at this junkyard thing. And a lot of like older delinquent groups and stuff of like these like legendary dudes is all there to kind of watch and spectate. And so one of the legendary dudes was going to be like the referee, but when they were kind of like setting the rules and stuff, whatever, uh, the sixth dude just like decks the referee dude in the face. And pretty much that is that with that situation. And so then the fighting has not begun. So, yeah, so things are already kicking off pretty wild and crazy to start. Like some freaking loving it had to do just this kind of like quick recording on this so I think I might end up maybe trying to check in like maybe like every 50 chapters I think since it's like a little over 200 chapters maybe we'll see how it goes but yeah uh, just kind of looking over my little quick notes I made I don't think I had nothing else I need to really mention but yeah like I said things are just kind of crazy it's just kind of you know 
very curious to see if they actually get this Kisaki dude out the picture or what, because like he is like a real snake hiding, pulling strings behind the scenes and all this other crazy stuff. And so, yeah, we're going to see what's going to be the fallout of this uh, Halloween incident and and all this other stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to check in soon. But yeah, that's uh, Tokyo Revengers up to Chapter 51. All right, and that's going to do it for this episode or this little sp special bonus episode <laughs> of Dad Needs to Talk, um, Tokyo Revengers Edition. Um, so yeah, so like I said, I hopefully we'll try to do more of these or more, like I said, more check-ins, like I said, maybe every 50 chapters or so. Um, just depends, you know, if, if, if I get in a good groove, I won't just stop just for the sake of stopping. Um, you know, even though I did it this time, but we'll see. So yeah, like I said, if, if, if you're, uh, family for the first time, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Dad Needs to Talk. My website is dadneedstotalk.com. Um, personal Twitter is at MastermindRob7. If you have any questions or anything, you can also email me at dnttpodcast at gmail.com. And yeah, like I said, if you happen to be finding me for the first time, I talk manga, anime, video games, TV shows, uh my life stuff from my IT tech, all that fun jazz. So yeah, so look out for the next one and yeah, I'm very, very looking forward to diving back into the manga. So I'll catch you on the next time and the next one. Bye.